WRTR Real Talk Radio Featured guest DJs Original shows The hottest DJs from around the world Welcome back to the Pinky and the Brain show I am the brain because this ninja can't read Goodbye. <laughs> How are you today? I said you can do it by yourself today. How about that? Mm-mm-mm. Do you still get flyers on your car? Mm-mm, I haven't got um. So I got this flyer on my car. It's like, t- well, okay. So usually I'll just like pluck them off the car anyways, you know, because I mean, who does flyers anymore? It's 2023. But this one, it caught my eye because it's a yoga flyer. They trying to tell you something. Mm, yeah, okay. It's got, like, you know, people on, like, yoga poses and stuff. But then it said T.I.P. on the front of it. So I thought, ooh, that's a bad idea. So, like, I thought it was something T.I. was doing with yoga. I don't know where my mind went. But I I saw T.I.P. And then I saw yoga, and I thought, ooh, that's just a bad, that's just, like, a bad idea. Anyways, welcome back. WRTR Real Talk Radio. My name is Marcus Smoot. And it's your boy, Tigger Man. Oh, what did you learn this week, Tigger Man? What did I learn this week? What did you learn this I, week? How to read. How about that? Did you? Oh, so we should have like a well-flowing show to where you got all your sentences and, you know, correct punctuations and when to stop and when to pause and everything? I guess so. Well, that's what I want to call it. All right. Go off then, brother. All right. No, but really, what did you learn? Anything? Mm-mm. I didn't learn anything. That is unproductive. My mama I, and my daddy said you should learn something every day. I just made, I just said learn something out once a week. What have you learned this week? How about that? This week, I learned that my management, I, I learned my anxiety and my triggers, and I learned how much it irks me, or I was reminded how much it irks me. So follow me for a second. So it worked. <laughs> All last week, or towards the end of last week, we ran out of supplies. I put in the group chat that we have and everything several times, and even followed up. We're waiting on supplies. We don't have supplies. Because we don't have supplies, this is going to happen, and these are going to cause these service failures, yada, yada, yada. I do these things, and I discover, you know, and just learning myself again, I put these measures in place. So that people will overall, you know, so they won't irk me. So they won't take me to a dark place. So they won't take me there and piss me off. <laughs> <sighs> so I communicated in the chat. Communicated again. And then followed up. Only to walk into work. And the first thing I see on my computer screen is the group chat in which a nasty gram has been written. How come this didn't happen? Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Just... All extra and everything. (laughs) Unnecessary extra, just, you know, irking my nerves. Then I had to snippingly (laughs) reply back because we talked about this last week and these were the things that we discussed. And, you know, it just took me to a place that I don't like to start off my morning there. So I put things in place purposefully so that you're not going to trigger my anxiety so I ain't got to act a nigga. Because I just want to go to work. You know what I'm saying? I just want to go to work. I just want to do shit. I just want to be productive. That's what I want to do. So when white people take it to the absolute extreme, and they take that extra step just to be just irky, it just, yeah, it takes me there. So that's what I learned today, Ninja. See, I was productive, and I made myself a better citizen. 
proud of you. Mm-hmm. I'm very. You should always work like that. <clears throat> always have things in place. Mm-hmm. So moving along, if you haven't noticed yet, Miss Lyric still isn't back again. Continue to send her your good vibes and well wishes. I, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. She not she up out of this. Ain't nobody say nothing when you had hemorrhoids and you had to take off. I, I again. I never, ever, mm-hmm. ever. Uh-huh, absolutely not. We ain't say nothing then. <laughs> it wasn't nothing to say because I ain't never had. <sighs> Moving along in our Blackness Personified. Did I tell you I came up with a name for that segment? It's going to be called Blackness Personified because I believe that the people that we feature are Blackness Personified. Um... It sounds all right. Hmm. <laughs> sounds all right. <laughs> if you are a follower of mine at Marcus Smoot on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all of that good stuff, one of the things that I posted this week, I posted this video. I was watching the news, uh, local news here in Baltimore, and <laughs> I came across this. Uh, you know, it was they were talking about something. I forget what the report was. I had just turned on the news. This reporter was standing there and, you know, he was talking whatever, you know, crime or whatever had happened at the particular place that he was. Now, I'm thinking, you know, I'm looking at this video, this man, this man reporting, and he's just sitting there doing his job. But all of a sudden, this other brother walks in, bald-headed brother, had on sunglasses, and he kind of walked by him chanting something. And you couldn't really hear much of what he was saying, of course, because he wasn't mic'd up or anything, and it was outside. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at a laughing as I'm recording it because, you know, because I'm like, only black people, you know, we go, you know, and I, I didn't think that it was intentional. I literally, I was looking, thinking, oh, this brother on his phone talking to his girl on live or something to somebody on FaceTime. He's on live. He's doing something. I'm thinking, you know, just anything. So I'm just laughing. Posted the video. Thought nothing about it. Less than 24 hours later, of course. You niggas on the internet, y'all will do it. Somebody tagged the brother that was that was actually the person, <laughs> the person walking. As it turns out, the brother's name is Boom, better known as Boom Said It. He's actually a part of this organization called PFK, Pursuit for Knowledge. So they do back to school drives. They highlight things done in the community. Yeah, so the guy, like I said, in the sunglasses, he's the guy in the video. His name is Boom Said It. He says, and I quote, if they can balance, add the scale. It's more than hashtags and body bags in Baltimore. These culture vultures want to profit off a war-torn narrative to save face for a depopulation of the department. You can hear a mouse piss in the whole BCPD, which means Baltimore County Police Department, or Baltimore City Police Department, rather. So he hashtags, he says, we all we got and we all we need as a community, and he calls it actually a community to um, save our own codes and zones. Ain't nobody coming to save us, but it's a lot of eyewitness news ready to expose the effect, but not the cause. So I thought that was pretty dope. They go out and the media, how it works, if it bleeds, it leads. You know, people want to hear a sob story. They want to hear about people being murdered. They want to hear about people being shot. So his whole thing is, yeah, I mean, these things are happening, but is that all we're talking about? There's positive things going on in the community, and I'm, you know, he's not just one of those people pointing. He's actually one of those people that's out here doing things. He's part of a movement of people that want to do things. Go ahead. 
Okay, I have a question. Sure. Okay, so it was the one that was tagged in the video, right? Uh-huh. One of, so you said there was a reporter out there. Yes. So what was going on out there? I never heard you say what actually was I going on. I don't remember exactly what the story... I don't remember exactly what the story was. The whole thing was, I saw the story, and he was, I know the news reporter was reporting on something that was fucked up in Baltimore, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, again, I don't know. You can't tell from the audio what exactly that he was chanting, but that is what their whole movement was. And another thing that I learned this week was to not judge a book by its cover because I'm sitting there, you know, laughing, thinking, you know, this nigga's nigging and this is actually somebody that's doing something, you know, positive in the community. Right, right, right. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, from him, um, shout outs to James Nine and the crew over to Rich Life Entertainment. The person that tagged him in the video was James Nine. Now, he is he's an artist based out of uh, Baltimore currently pushing his project called Conflict of Interest and he has two tracks that we'll be featuring on the show you know tonight so stay tuned for that in the meantime in between time matter of fact why don't we um go ahead and feature one of those right now and then we'll get into more blackness personified this is James Nine with Strawberry Henny Shout out to Rich Life Entertainment right here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Strub, strawberry, henny, y'all, and they'll still I drink straight rim. Which, which chick I'ma take with me? We getting rich just like 50. These niggas suck just like hickeys. Fuck having friends, I'm real pick. Strub, strawberry, henny, y'all, and me, but still I drink straight rim. Strub, strawberry, henny, y'all, and they'll still I drink straight rim. Which, which chick I'ma take with me? We getting rich just like 50. These niggas suck just like hickeys. Fuck having friends, I'm real pick. Strub, strawberry, henny, y'all, and me, but still I drink no, I don't really like on the rocks unless you talk about jewelry. I stay away from fake niggas and online buffoonery. Like, why would you post that? You dumb fucks don't know tracks. We watch out for Kojak, they don't got no top hats. We don't show where shop at, could be right under your nose. Some blunders will get exposed the way they move, who really knows? They share shit like locations. Starving wolves got no patience. Think first, your ass ancient. Most niggas be complacent. They will have you stagnated, standing around and looking lost. Learn a lesson when taking loss. It's about the value and not the cost. It take a leader to be the boss. The bullshit done beat us off. I chase mine, don't plead to God. Those high and righteous, they beat the front. Strub, strawberry, henny, y'all. And they'll still I drink straight rim. Which, which chick I'ma take with me? We getting rich just like 50. These niggas suck just like hickeys. Fuck having friends, I'm real pick. Strub, strawberry, henny, all in me, but still I drink straight rim. Strub, strawberry, henny, y'all. And they'll still I drink straight rim. Which, which chick I'ma take with me? We getting rich just like 50. These niggas suck just like hickeys. Fuck having friends, I'm real pick. Strub, strawberry, henny, all in me, but still I drink straight rim. Stay away from them bottom feeders Bad bitches and margaritas Half naked when they come to meet us I've been the king when I left the feeders Even though I'm nothing like Jesus I don't advise you to follow stars These niggas riding each other dick And not one gonna say pause These stones don't got flaws The G code is street laws Drug prices, seesaw That's up and down like my song Straightforward, not wrong Smoke Zaza out bombs Sources real long, that mean we stay strong. Strub, strawberry, henny, y'all, and they'll still I drink straight rim. Which, which chick I'ma take with me? We getting rich just like 50. These niggas suck just like hickeys. Fuck having friends, I'm real picky. Strawberry, henny, all in me, but still I drink straight rim. Your choice for today's hottest hits and yesterday's favorites. WRGR Real Talk Radio. Racism impacts 
every part of society and unfortunately parenthood is no different. Research shows that black women are nearly three times more likely to die from pregnancy related causes than white women. Black babies are also more likely to die during infancy or birth than white babies. These disparities in infant and maternal mortality are due to, you guessed it, racism. Structural racism leads to lack of access to prenatal care and other quality health care, particularly for black women. The very origins of gynecology are rooted in anti-blackness. At the turn of the 18th century, doctors performed unnecessary experimental surgeries on enslaved black women, such as hysterectomies, C-sections, and other procedures without anesthesia. Segregation continued to rob black mothers of access to quality health care, and that gap still exists today. There are still medical professionals who believe racist and dangerous myths such as black people having a higher tolerance for pain, myths that are still being taught to medical students. These factors lead to a delay in treatment, denial of appropriate medical care, and black women being ignored when we report symptoms that could be life-threatening signs of pregnancy complications. There have been growing efforts to address this problem, but more needs to be done to ensure equity and quality healthcare for everyone, black and indigenous women included. Planned Parenthood, as well as other organizations have been raising structural racism as a public health crisis. And to hear directly from black women about this issue, please visit the website in my bio. And we're black inside our edition this week of Blackness Personified. So Tigerman, did you hear about the people, about the little ones over in Southeast D.C.? Uh, no, what happened? Okay. So, <laughs> number one ranked football team in the country defies the odds in Southeast D.C. And I love this coming off of, you know, us listening to James 9 and that whole movement and the PFK movement because, again, another story of Southeast D.C., they ain't got the best reputations. But they're number one ranked. They're ranked number one football team in the country. Huh? <laughs> the number one ranked, and I'll read it. The number one ranked middle school football team in the country, Johnson Middle School in Southeast DC. Shout out to the Panthers there. And thanks to community generosity, they are heading to the next big game in West Virginia. So basically, they had a fun race. <laughs> West Virginia. There you go. You can't just be happy for these little black babies. <laughs> Isn't that your home state? It is. West Virginia. And let me tell you, these kids were out there. They were doing drives. They were doing fundraisers. They were out there working their asses off. And they made sure that they got enough money to get their trip and everybody on their team to West Virginia. So how big right. is that? That's cool. Yeah. That is great. And they're still looking for donations. So, I mean, you know, look them up. This is Johnson Middle School in Southeast Washington, D.C. Um, they're still looking for donations because, you know, they need lunch. They need, you know, things, you know, while they're there. <sighs> you and this damn dog. Oh, my God. You running a zoo. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> Anywho, so shout outs to those over in Southeast D.C. doing the damn thing. We see you, young men, and we celebrate you. Another thing. 
young person doing great. Shout outs to Ariel Massam, an 18-year-old from Jamaica, New York. She has become the youngest black female certified pilot in New York City. Wow. Yeah. All right. You said Erica what? No, her name is Ariel Massam. Oh, Ariel. Yeah. Oh, Ariel. Yeah. Ariel, like a little mermaid. Or it might be um, Mason. So it's spelled M-E-S-S-A-M. It's either Mason or Massam. Yeah, depending. Shout out to y'all here and y'all's black personified. Yo, y'all doing big things out here and it, it raises my spirits. I'll tell you that. What are oh. you drinking? What are you eating? What are you doing? Eating anything. Can I have a drink? Good Lord. Oh, Lord. What is in that cup? Lemonade. And? Pink lemonade. And? Pink lemonade. I'll believe it when I see it. Pink lemonade. <laughs> Look, in a wine class. Exactly. Well, she isn't here, but have no fear. Tigger and Marcus are here. To answer your questions, up next with Lyrics Lessons. Because the proper way to wash your ass is spread your butt cheeks. Take one butt cheek, spread it, and then put your half of your finger inside your ass with a little bit of soap and just... And just wash that shit. Like, this how much of my finger goes up my ass when I wash it. Yep, nails and all that. And I go like this, bitch. I wash that bitch up. Because you never know when you're going to... You got to wash your ass. This has been Booty Tips from Cardi B. There's Donald Trump. Don't boo. Vote. The Donald is not really a plans guy. He's not really a facts guy either. He calls himself a business guy, which is true, but I have to say I know plenty of businessmen and women who've achieved remarkable success without leaving a trail of lawsuits and unpaid workers and people feeling like they got cheated. Does anyone really believe that a guy who spent his 70 years on this earth showing no regard for working people is suddenly going to be your champion, your voice, because he's up to Putin? America is already great. Our greatness does not depend on Donald Trump. He's not actually offering any real solution. He's just offering slogans. And he's offering fear. He's betting that if he scares enough people, he might score just enough votes. Our power doesn't come from some self-declared savior promising that he alone can restore order as long as we do things his way. We don't look to be ruled. Um, America's never been about what one person says he'll do for us. It's about what can be achieved by us, together. Pull up a seat for Lyrics Lessons on WRGI Real Talk Radio at Lyric Bravado on Twitter. Yes, indeed. Hit her up. Lyric Bravado everywhere you are. Shout outs to her. She's not doing so well, but we're going to keep her in our prayers. We're going to keep her uplifted and we're going to keep them positive vibes going towards her. So inside another edition of Lyrics Lessons where, you know, hopefully... You can get some advice from Tigger Man, because, well, (laughs) he don't make the best decisions, but maybe he can tell you. Well, I mean, it is what it is. All right, you got the first letter. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. This is coming from David. Okay. Dear Lyric, my wife constantly gaslights me. Mm. We have four children, 
ages one, three, four, and six. And we both work full time. However, I pull 90% of the weight at home. I do the majority of the household chores and much of the parenting. She's an awesome woman. I mean, she's an awesome mom, awesome mom, and owns the morning routine and the majority of the care for our one-year-old. But other than that, I do everything. She's an elementary school teacher, and she goes to bed at 7.30 each night after the kids go down. When I ask her why, she says it's because she has to serve others at work. When she gets home, she complains <laughs> endlessly mm. about her job. It makes me feel guilty, as though I forced her to have one. Okay. When we moved to our current home, we agreed she needed to teach so our kids could go to school in the district. She admits she knows my desire is simply to spend more time with her. We have had a babysitter only four times in six years. Please give me some advice on what I should do. <laughs> okay. And what was his name again? David. Okay, David. Here we go. Uh, actually, why don't you take that one? What do you think? What would you say what? to him? What did, <laughs> what did I say to him? I mean... <laughs> First of all, this should be 50-50. He should be pulling off the whole 90%. Understand she got to work. She's a teacher, okay? She has a what? Um, What is it? 8 to 3, 30, whatever, whatever time school ends. So she got, what, 8, 9-hour work day, pretty sure. And... I'm pretty sure he does too, but they should they should be it should be fifty fifty. It shouldn't be no ninety ten. <laughs> mm. Period. So she he needs to sit down and have that discussion with her. Something something will have to give. Cause right now it sounds like he's the mama. Hmm. So Okay. So basically he's doing what women usually do. And y'all mad about it. Hmm. Go fig. So, uh, let me just... David. <laughs> David is it, right? Okay, so... Let me just go ahead and break down to you how marriage works. And how these things usually pan themselves out. First and foremost... When having a marriage, there is no... 50-50, this, that, and a third. It's, let's make this bitch work. Sometimes, you do more. Hey... Yeah, sometimes you do do more than the other one do at times, but it shouldn't always be that. It shouldn't always be like that. It should not. He clearly says he does the majority of everything. Okay. So, A, what conversations did you have with her about Exactly. That would be the first thing that I asked. Secondly, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at her schedule. So, 8.30 to 3.30 is when she's at work, and this woman then goes to bed at 7.30 promptly so (laughs) a um part of me wants to say congratulations you have a good woman because you know you can't keep these other you can't keep some of these other women inside the house you can't make you can't pay some of them to take care of their children and take care of their household or do anything or you know just to go into the house but long story short i think i do agree that it is a bit egregious I would encourage you to sit down, have an honest conversation with her about how you feel, how it makes you feel, and, I mean, if all else fails, there's always therapy. And then he says she's constantly gaslighting her, so... 
Okay. Define gaslighting for me, because I don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> so. I, I, I guess it's just like more of a making me feel guilty. I, I mean, I get that, but <laughs> making him feel guilty for what? I mean, do you feel guilty? That's the thing. Nobody can make you feel. Well, I'm not going to say anybody can make, can't anybody make you feel, but if you know that you're not guilty, why are, you know, why is this even a thing? You know, it, right. I mean, you know, you need to be able to have that conversation with her and let her know that she's deflecting what the actual issue is and trying to place the blame on you. But just have the conversation, honestly, because you never know what somebody else is going through, even if this is your spouse. You never know. Right. Exactly. She could be going through something emotionally. She could be going through something mentally. There are so many variables, you know, adding up as to why people sometimes do the things they do, either consciously or not consciously. So good luck to you, David. Right. <laughs> mm. Alright, so this next letter says, Dear Lyric, I've been a follower and listener to you all since back in the radio VPS days, so I'm familiar with some of the recurring topics. Okay, shout outs to the WRTR OGs. Alright, she says, I'm a 37-year-old single mom that has held the same job since 2008. One thing I've heard more than one of you all mention is how you've left jobs that you were make that were making you unhappy. You all made it sound so easy and I was wondering how you knew it was time to leave your past jobs. I have a fear of the unknown, but am uncertain if I should leave this dead end job that supports me and my family or stay put and be thankful that I have a job in 2023. Lots of love, Serena. Wow. Well, obviously, she must be talking about you. <laughs> um, must... I'm not the only one. Well, you and <laughs> you and Larry. Right. Must be... I have not left my job. I don't randomly get up and leave the job. But I will say, when you when it's you know you you will know when it's time for you to leave your job. One, if you are very unhappy and it's stressing you out, okay. you should not be job that is constantly stressing you out. Agree. Period. If, if, if that's going on, then it's time for you to look for another job. But don't leave your job and don't have a, don't have another job. And, <laughs> yeah, because I think that was kind of misunderstood and maybe taken out of context. So when, well, at least for me, whenever I, you know, when I decided to leave my job after 17 years, I had exhausted every other effort. I had changed positions. I had moved. Like, I was just unhappy. And I had been doing the same thing for 17 years. It was dead end for me where I was. I was unhappy with the people that I was working with. And the overall environment was starting to affect my health. So, I had to up and go. And it was a thing, just like Ticketman said. Like, it was a thing to where I was unhappy. And I kept seeing the writings on the wall. And I didn't want to be a part of that anymore. I didn't want to be in that environment. I didn't want to be in that space. And I get it that you're, you know, you've been at the job for, you know, since Jesus was there. And I get it. And, you know, it's hard to leave a job. I mean, but you know, and only you know what you can take do you see yourself flourishing elsewhere do you have any outside desires do you have anything untapped that maybe you want to build on 
I mean, there's all kinds of things that possibilities are endless, but I mean, well, my, my thing also about that too is just I, I understand that you're unhappy with your job, but just don't randomly leave without having a backup, something. Have some kind of a plan in place. Yes, do that. <laughs> plan in place. Just don't up and go and leave. Because then what? <laughs> you can be out of a job. You can be looking for a job. What are you going to do? Meanwhile, until you find another job. Mm. So, if you know that you about to, you ready to leave a job, look for something. Start looking for something. Yeah. Start looking for something. And when you get it, then you get up and leave the other job. Be like, peace, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> I mean, you can. But, again, I will say, stress will kill you. I've said it a thousand times on air. Stress will fucking kill you. Don't be that person. But you leave the job and then what if you can't find another job? That's going to stress you out even more. But will it though? I mean, stress... Because there's other programs. There's other programs. It'll be a different kind of stress though. It's a different kind of stress, but the thing is, you can sit there... Like, you only get this one body. You only get this one time this this one time to live so you could be that person that's sitting there stressing out all day every day at work or you could be that person to up and change your circumstances yes i do believe that you should have a backup plan before you decide to be a little cowboy however if you do not have any other choice and you see it overall affecting your health choose you before that job because if you drop dead tomorrow all they gonna do is replace your ass I get that. I know. I understand that. I, 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 I get it. Just get like it. you wandered your ass in there and filled out the job application and got the job and are there umpteenth years later, guess what? That could be somebody else's future. The only difference, you'll be dead behind letting stress kill you. So no, girl. No, Serena. Absolutely not. I cannot. <laughs> Good luck to you, mama. I cannot. <laughs> you got yeah. one more, right? Yeah, I got one more. All right, go ahead. Let me pull up. Let me grab it. Okay, this is coming from Cheryl. All right, what's she want now? Okay. I have had a wonderful relationship with my... Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Oh, hell. You already know what it is. Uh, What? Uh, That lemonade? uh Uh-uh, no. That that animal. Oh, your zoo. (laughs) Yeah, that animal. Oh, I can hear him now. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He got something to say. He wants to be heard. Listen. He said he's sick of your shit. He's sick of you sitting there every goddamn week. You know what the fuck this is. You know this is his motherfucking time, bitch. You better sit down. But anyway, you got your life together. You all clicking the mic and everything. Go ahead. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. This is abysmal. You're fired. Ugh. Wait, did you slap the dog? <laughs> Wait, what was that sound? What was that sound? Did you slap the dog? I, I sure did. With what? <laughs> my hand. Oh my anyway. god. <laughs> WRTR does not condone any of Chigaman's behavior. Somebody yeah. calls CPS for dogs. 
Dog PS. Somebody call the ASPCA. Somebody get PETA in here. OSHA. OSHA too. All them bitches. <laughs> yeah, he had to go. Anyways, <laughs> dear Larry, I've had a wonderful relationship with my only grandson for nine years. Since I retired. Okay. Business. Listen, since you moved, I don't know what's going on with your mic. But it, Okay, oh, now, now we can hear you. Go ahead. Oh, uh, bad. Okay. Dear Lyric, mm. I've had a wonderful relationship with my only grandson for nine years. Since I retired, he visits every other weekend, which makes me so happy. He has autism and didn't speak for the first six years, but now he talks constantly. It's wonderful. I'm very close to my son as well. I guess you know what's coming. My daughter-in-law cut my grandchild out of my life for four months. Four- Oh gosh, my daughter-in-law cut my grandchild out of my life four months ago. So you didn't learn nothing this week. Okay. <laughs> oh, you did the same thing. Don't do that. <laughs> she says he was molested in my care by my husband. Oh. I t- my husband. I took my husband of thirteen years, who was never been, who has never been alone with my grandson ever, to the police station. Oh no. He- he passed all lie detector tests and the police said they believe my husband (laughs) my grandson didn't say a word I had CPS come out and they did a thorough investigation they said that in their opinion she was making making this all up she hasn't spoken to her family in 12 years she cuts everyone off if they upset her my grandson needs me what can I do my son says if I move and live next door to them, I can see him every day. But I don't believe that would last either. I'm sure she would just come up with something else. Any ideas? Okay. Hooked on phonics for Tigger. Whatever. And for you, I would suggest a good lawyer because, um, you know, there are several options that you have. Um, not a lawyer, but I do know maybe you could fight for custody of the child. Maybe you could, like, there are several different things that you could possibly do. Um, she... Go ahead, go I'll let you finish. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, why would she be fighting for custody of the child? That's her grandchild. The child is with his parents. It's just that his mother is making up lies saying that um, her son was basically sexually molested oh, by... Oh, okay. I missed that his, part. Yeah. By his step-grandfather. Okay, so basically she lied and you're basically trying to... Ask, your question is, what can you do to get this woman to bring her granddaughter around? Grandson. Oh, I'm sorry. Is her grandson around? Yeah. She wants to see her grandson. But because of this whole issue with the mother mm-hmm. not letting him see his grandmother, she has an issue with it. Mm. I mean, she doesn't really have a leg to stand on as far as, you know, that goes, but... (laughs) The father, her son, doesn't have a problem with bringing his... his, his, No, has a problem... Does not have a problem with bringing his son to see his grandmother. It's just the mother. Hmm. It's It's like, no. That's a tough one. So... I mean, honestly, at this point, if he doesn't have... 
God, this is a pickle. Like, God, shit. And me, if that was my son, I'll let him, of course I'll take him to go see his grandmother. But I still, I would have a problem with my wife. I mean, I would definitely have a problem with her, but if they choose not to bring the kid over there. Now, evidently she had a problem from jump over whatever it was, which is why she made up this ridiculous lie. So I think that getting to the root of the problem would be starting there. Like, let's find out, let's find out what the root of this is. Like, why is it that, okay, so now we're over this whole fabricated story thing. We already know that it's not true. So moving forward, what is it that we can do to get us out of this place? Right. So again, conversations. Oof. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I do not, no, not here for that. Oof. Exactly. Right, so that wraps up. <laughs> oh mess. This week's lyrics lessons. If you want, you can definitely hear. I'm sorry. You didn't have anything else? No, that was just three letters. Oh. Okay, cool. Okay, so that wraps up this week's Lyrics Lessons. If you want your letter read, possibly debated, hit us up, wrtrradio at gmail.com. You can always hit Lyric up. You can tweet her at Lyric Bravado and reach out, lyricbravado at gmail.com. All right, so up next, your segment, Tigger. You up. A old black woman who was taken away from us because the person thought she was trans. And this is why I said that those anti-drag bills were going to affect black cis women disproportionately. Let me explain. Make sure y'all go back and watch Conscious Lee's entire video where he breaks down what happened to this black woman who was living in Indiana who was murdered by a man who thought that she was a trans woman. She is just a cis black woman. He said that he thought that she was trans and that he would kill her again if he had the chance to. The reason why I reflect these back to the anti-drag legislation and to the anti-drag laws is because Republicans and conservatives are really incentivizing the murder, the policing, and the targeting of people who they assume and otherize as trans. So now they're telling black women, you have masculine features, therefore, I think that you're a man. This is something that black women are constantly going through because you are not seen as dainty. You are not seen as pure. You are not seen as beautiful according to the European beauty standards. Because they say your nose is broader and your lips are fuller and you have a thicker neck, quote unquote. These are the stereotypes that people apply to cis black women's bodies since slavery. Remember, this is the kind of stuff that people were saying about Michelle Obama saying that she looked like a gorilla. So when they make these anti-drag bills, all this legislation, you get to look at people's bodies now. You get to examine them. You get to say, I don't think that you belong here. I think that your body is criminal and I'm going to do something about it because the law has told me that we should be doing something about it. So now people are taking it into their own hands, seeking justice, patrolling the streets, antagonizing black women and labeling them as trans and murdering them. This is why I keep telling black women, we cannot as cis black women be transphobic because when we are, we are always going to end up hurting ourselves. There's no need for black women to be transphobic because all of it is anti-blackness. All of it is patriarchal 
And all of it is in opposition to our existence. Learning is loving Black women. I hope that no more of us have to be murdered for us to understand just how important it is to help trans women as the country is coming and fighting against them. Don't let them unify and rally against Black trans women because they will use this as an excuse to murder all of us. And Shibong is key. Tigger Man on WRTR Real Talk Radio at Tigger Man 82 on IG. Hey, 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 this your boy Tigger Man with that tea. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. Excuse Sound me. like Tigger Man needs tea bags. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> your Whatever. voice crackling and shit. <laughs> okay, so first, uh, I want to give a shout out to Krishan, Krishan Rock, and Blueface. Oh, okay. They are having a baby boy. Oh, no. It was revealed during her baby shower over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so she's having a boy. Um, They are not together, so I guess they're going to be uh, co-parenting after she had their baby. Because mm. they, bro- they are no longer together, which is a good thing because that was a toxic relationship. Don't you think? And, well... He knocked beef out of mouth. Mm. <laughs> and everything uh, <laughs> so I just hope that goes well <laughs> I just hope that goes well mm. I just want to say congratulations to them if you don't have nothing positive to say I won't say nothing at all alright mm-hmm. it is what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is so did you hear about the um, I guess over the weekend uh, the little brawl incident that happened in Atlanta with a few of the, the cast from um Oh, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? No, um, but the fact that you said Love and Hip Hop Atlanta told me everything yep. I needed to know about this situation. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was um, Erica Mena. Mm. That is Erica Mena. Um, Bambi. You know who Bambi is, right? That bitch that mother got uh, killed by somebody and, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. I'm done with you. But anyway, Erica Mena, Bambi, and Zell Swag. Oh, and also Saucy Santana. I bet you you know who that is, don't you? Unfortunately. But anyway, <laughs> they was at a, um, a, a a lounge down in Atlanta called um, Luca Lounge. and Classic. I guess something must have happened in there as to where the um, security guards was basically telling them they got to go. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to go. So as they Negro. Eventually, there was a physical altercation. Of course, there was also was. somebody was recording it, and you see, um, you see, um, Saucy Tanzana flying out of there because he didn't want to get locked up. <laughs> he pushes the security guard out the way of flying. You up know what? You know what? I did see this damn video <laughs> on my timeline. Yes, that was hilarious. Uh. Said, oh. <laughs> yeah, so they arrest, they arrested Bambi, Erica Mena, and um, Zell Swag. And they had all, took the mug shots and everything. It was hilarious. Oh, were they comparable to Donald Trump's? We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, well, at least we, black don't crack. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, um, the next day, Saucy went on um, social media and just yeah, um, what. What happened? And him and this dude, Zell Swag. Now, Zell Swag is from um, Love and Hip Hop um, LA. Right. He's from Hip Hop LA. 
but supposedly him and um, Saucy Santana date. Okay. So, because he didn't call him his boyfriend and everything. Classy. But which is basically um, explaining what what took place. And then, of course, you know who Mama D is. Yeah. Everybody know who Mama D is. <sighs> oh, she, <laughs> that's um, Scrappy's mother. Oh, Scrappy. we know. We know. She gave birth. <laughs> <to> <laughs> And see, she don't like Bambi because Bambi is Scrappy's baby mom. Mm-hmm. And so she went on um, <laughs> Instagram and posted, um, what the hell she said? Uh, of course uh, she did. Yeah, she went on there and said, but damn, they should have um, they should have wore some eyelashes that um, hide their mugshot <laughs> to hide themselves so nobody would know it was them. I know she is not talking. <laughs> Oh, not this old broke down knuckle dragon ass. Oh my god. Some eyelashes and nobody wouldn't recognize them. Oh, okay. If there's anybody's makeup we need to be following up on, it's yours, Mama D. God, alright. A whole mess. A whole mess. Yes, yes, yes. Then I want to give a shout out to Simone Biles. Oh, yeah. I like her. Oh, I bet you you do, don't you? I do. <laughs> she, has, she has made history by earning her eighth all-around national title. You better know it. Go off, sis. She, uh, that's right. That's right. She came back after she okay. decided to stop. To just shut up. <laughs> she um, um decided to stop um training and everything. And now she's back after two years and she just won. <laughs> mm. She just won. All, at the, um, all around so shout outs to her congratulations you gotta go off that's what I'm talking about I know that's right yeah 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 and next we have up who Kiki, Kiki Palmer again oh what I, is she doing now Palmer so she just celebrated her 30th birthday and she made she um, took some steam, um, steamy hot pictures for her her baby daddy, um, Dalton. I thought that they had separated, but they—I guess they're still together. So I'm thinking all that—that that back and forth that was going on with her and her, her baby daddy—and then she did the video with Usher. Mm-hmm. I think that was just all for um, publicity. I think that was all publicity right there. They were just doing it because they never broke up. They together. But um, like I said, she um, did a whole little steamy hot photo shoot for her birthday, and she revealed. A tattoo of his name and birthday under her butt cheek. Classy. <laughs> so, not all happy. 30th to Kiki. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Kiki Palmer, I've always been a fan of her and her work ethic. So, I mean, I'm happy that she's thriving and doing great things. I do think if it was a PR stunt, that's kind of, you know, ugh, it's a little, I don't know if I want people looking at my man sideways like that you know what i'm saying because everybody was kind of like looking at him all fucked up like he posted all that shit she had just posted like 24 hours before he started his bullshit she talking about i'm so in love with my man and this that and the third and hearts and all this other shit and then he oh yeah but you a mom though you shouldn't be wearing oh now the world hate him and you like like it was a joke girl And speaking of asses, hmm. speaking of asses, hmm. okay, this can't your be boy good. boy Kanye West. Oh, so <laughs> that's not a pleasant 
<laughs> so speaking of, like I said, speaking of ass, mm. during his little Italian trip with his um his new wife, they were um they was making a stop. In, Wait, um, do we Venice. know? Well, hold on a second. Do we know her name? Because we just keep calling her yeah. his new wife. It's be- Bianca Sensori. Oh. Bianca Sensori. Her name Bianca Sensori. Okay, but I like her. Trip- I like his new wife better. How about that? But on their um, trip to Italy or whatever, they um, made a made a stop in Venice, and they went to get on a um, a water taxi. Mm-hmm. This fool went to step on a water taxi and bent over and showed his whole ass, <laughs> his whole ass crack. <laughs> and somebody snapped the photo of it. Of course they did, because you niggas be niggas. Ain't no underwear, no nothing, no whole ass. Oh wait, out. he was rolling commando. <laughs> oh, Kanye. <laughs> and I don't think he even noticed it because it was like he didn't care. <laughs> I mean, it was like he didn't care. So he out here showing ass crack. Shit, maybe he on Kiki shit, and maybe this is a promo for his new line <laughs> of draws. Yeezys, <laughs> Yeezys for your measies and shit. I don't know the fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then we have uh oh yeah, did you hear about the um whole Nicki Minaj thing? How um someone um I guess called the um police or CPS or whatever on her talking about some um I guess that there was child abuse going on inside her um her house or whatever. Child abuse? Yes. Okay. Somebody reported child abuse on Nicki Minaj. Okay. And so, and so, um, of course, police, CPS, and everybody showed up at her place to mm-hmm. investigate. But then she, they found out it was false. Everything was false or whatever. And what were um, they? What were they saying? That how was she? How was this child supposedly being abused? They just said it was child abuse going on. Wow. That's all. They child abuse going on at the house, and somebody needs to go check it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So let this be a lesson, they, black people. No matter how much money you got, they still gonna call the cops on you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they found out who the um they, they call it a swatter. A swatter. That's what they call it, a swatter. Okay. And so they found out who the swatter was, and her name was Stephanie Bell. So of course, <laughs> Nikki goes on the social media. Of course. <laughs> And called her out. In true Nikki style, I would I would expect nothing left. And called Stephanie Bell out. But check this out. Stephanie Bell is not a unique name. That's like a more of a common name. A lot of people have that name. So, of course, all the Nikki fans, the Barbs, was hitting every Stephanie Bell up, attacking her. Oh, no. No. Yes. <laughs> Any Stephanie Bell they saw on social media. Like, bitch, this you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, damn. <laughs> I said, damn, I feel bad for the Stephanies. <laughs> bitch, this you? Bitch, I know it's you. You called the cops on me last week, bitch. You remember me? I was that motherfucking customer you tried to slight at the damn uh, checkout line. Like, oh, poor Miss Bell all over. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but I said, Dag, that's messed up. That I is Sarah. That, that is uh, that is hilarious. You remember? Yes. Um, you said her name is Sarah Bell. Stephanie Bell. Oh, Stephanie Bell. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I said funny. that. That is too funny. 
Huh? And last I have is herpes. Oh. Nope. Just going back to the um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Why? There's rumors. There's been rumors going around that everybody on the show is going to be fired. They want to do a new cast now. <laughs> I so, would say, what took you so long? <laughs> right, because <laughs> it's like they had the same old people, so. You won't see Candy anymore, which really doesn't... Well, on the show, well, she got money anyway, so she ain't, I'm pretty sure she ain't even worried about that. She got so much stuff going on. Her and her um, husband just um, made a little uh, movie that airs on... Um, I think it's I think it's Prime, Amazon Prime. I want to say it's Amazon Prime. I won't be watching. Yeah. I actually watched it the other day. Yeah, it, was sure pretty good. it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It looked like they could have edited it a little bit more. But it was it was pretty good. Okay. Was, yeah. I've never so. been a fan of the uh, Real Housewives. Um, I guess I guess it's good for drama TV, but for this particular cast, this has been ongoing for years, for years, for yeah. years, and years and years. And like their drama, of course, it's the highest grossing you know uh, series in the damn yeah. uh, you know on Bravo. But at the same time. All of the stuff that these women are going through and that they're putting one another through, Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Crazy, but it's hilarious. I love. I, hey, I watch every show. And <laughs> you know uh, like I said, I'm ghetto. If that's what you want to say, uh, I'm ratchet. It's not even about being ghetto or ratchet. Yeah. It's just a thing of where I mean, certain people like a certain amount of drama. I personally don't <laughs> get it because I mean, why? But okay, go it's off reality. It's, it's hilarious. So, I guess the next season, they'll probably have a new cast. They just did that to, um, I think, the cast in New York. Mm-hmm. And that was successful. So, I guess they're going to try it with this, uh, with Atlanta now. So, mm-hmm. there'll be no more Kenya Moore. There'll be no more. Um, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Well, hallelujah, won't he do it? Look at God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, yep. But that wraps it up for this week's segment of Tea with your boy Tigger Man. Alrighty, up next, Dead for That. I got a message for uh, Sister Pearl. Tell her I caught her leaving out my house the other day when you thought I was at work. I know you and my husband been sneaking around. I don't give a damn for one because my bills stay paid and that thing don't even get up no more. It's broke, so you can have it. And for two, when I catch you at church Sunday, just make sure you take them heels off because I'm going to knock your ass smooth up out of them. Now, run and tell pastor that. To me, racism is so stupid. I mean, like, I was hanging out at the gym, came back to my car, and some aggressive dude who had a Confederate flag out, he looks at me and he goes, hey, go back to your country. And I did my ancestry, because I'm a smart gentleman. I'm like, which one? And he goes, Africa. I was like, well, sir, just so you know, Africa is a continent, not a country. stupid reply was well it's a good thing that you know your history i was like uh actually that would be geography (laughs) this is how i fight racism with pure logic (laughs) 
dead for that. Time to find out what Marcus is dead for. Alright, this week, my dead for that segment is, of course, close to home. It usually is, but, alright. So, did you see that post that I posted on my Instagram, Tigger? The one that I said, um, it was a rainbow flag. And it was people holding the rainbow flag, and it was, uh, apparently a sky shot from Brazil. And it says, breaking in a 9-to-1 ruling, Brazil's Supreme Court has ruled that homophobic hate speech is now punishable by prison. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. It's astonishing to me how tight some of you were that Brazil passed that law making gay hate speech punishable by prison. Not attacking nobody personally now. But, you know, only a hurt dog howls, so... Listen, it's sad that niggas are so obsessed with keeping gay people marginalized that the very mention, the mention of the words hate speech is punishable by prison when it comes to gay people. It's triggering to them. That's just astonishing to me. Them ninjas didn't say you couldn't debate. They didn't say... F your religious beliefs. They didn't say suck on a pen or solitary confinement. They didn't say pop it, lock it, drop it, or lock it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) or we about to lock you up. Like, they didn't say none of that. They simply just want y'all niggas to mind your business and not outwardly barrage these people. Petty, Peggy, Jen, they should be able to go to the Kroger as a couple without being met with picket signs at the checkout line about how everybody else don't agree with them munching box in a room. Like, are you serious? But y'all niggas can't see it because it's too much how white people treat us. It's too much like just how they treat us. Too much. How white people can't openly treat us even though they do. But that would mean that a lot of y'all would have to come to grips with the fact that you are oppressed people oppressing other people. Y'all acting like white people do when you call them out for being racist. (gasps) Not me. I'm not racist. It's just this. But y'all not ready for that conversation. (laughs) What's going to happen when y'all niggas can't call women bitches and hoes no more, your head's gonna explode? Like, what's going on? Why is it so triggering to so many of you that they said that these people, like, they just wanna, like, nobody wants to be harassed. Nobody wants to be beat up. Nobody wants to be, uh, you know, killed. And right. they don't want the actions leading up to such interactions. We just talked about the brother. A few weeks ago, they got murdered for dancing at a gas station. Gas station. Right. Yeah. And y'all are openly hating. So the part that irked me the most, Just mind your business. Keep it moving and mind your business. Listen, the part that irked me the most was the fact that you had so many people, Andre Gerard, on goddamn tick I mean, not TikTok, but goddamn Instagram, blowing up my mentions <laughs> and shit, talking about... <laughs> Talking about, oh, well, this is overkill. This is this, that, and a third. Is it, though? Now, do do I believe that, yeah, it's a bit of a harsh thing. It is. Admittedly so. It's a bit harsh, but y'all niggas don't know how to do it otherwise. They tried the easy way. Y'all don't understand the easy way. Leave people alone. Live and let live. Y'all don't understand that. So then, when they start hitting them pockets... (laughs) 
when they start hitting that jail time, when they start hitting that freedom, and they, the first thing y'all want to do is hide behind that whole, well, it's freedom of speech. You're taking our freedom of speech. Nobody said that you couldn't debate this shit. They right. just said, stop harassing the gays at okay. the goddamn Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, it's all right to have um, freedom of speech, but do you have to harass people? Exactly. You have to harass people. I mean, just like, just treat people how you want to be treated. You don't want to go to the grocery store and be called nigga, nigga, nigga without mm. consequences. Exactly. You don't want to be going to the liquor store and then be called a white spook or whatever they call white people or a cracker or whatever. Like, you don't want that. Yeah. The gays deserve the same. They don't get, you know, nobody wants to be called faggot while they waiting for their Wendy's order. Right. <sighs> So that is what I'm dead for this week. You knuckle dragon ass niggas that want to be all up in my goddamn mentions. Get over it. It is a law in Brazil. Congratulations to them. Hopefully they can bring it the fuck over oh. here so y'all can shut your goddamn <laughs> pie holes. Oh, they ain't said nothing. <laughs> up next, second half of the show. Y'all run up my pressure. Now I've always said that Chloe Bailey is hyper criticized. Everybody is super hard on her for absolutely no reason. But one thing I've never heard her be called is ugly. So the nerve of Funky Deneva, somebody who has a history of attacking black women unprovoked, to call that girl ugly when she could bend over, spread her cheeks and take a clear picture of her anus and it would still look better than him audacity is never out of style this video was supposed to cover several topics but i'm gonna spend the rest of it on the random man from atlanta let me start by saying that both women and men need to start taking children so seriously that bringing them into a toxic situation is seen as a non-possibility but y'all are doing the single moms need to take accountability spill again and i can never really get behind that talking point Yes, some women choose to date and have unprotected sex with men who have proven themselves to be walking pieces of feces. But what is more accountable than being 100% responsible for the financial, physical, and emotional well-being of a child that two people created? Single moms don't get to see their accountability every other weekend and toss a few hundred dollars a month and be called a good mom the way the dads can. So while I don't have a problem with empowering women to recognize their toxic dating patterns, I don't see the value in censoring their accountability as the one parent in the equation that is living the most profound consequences of their genital management. And it kills me how y'all talk about the deadbeats in these scenarios as afterthoughts. Even going back to Morgan, I've seen multiple videos of women saying well i can't even be mad at him because she knew he wasn't shit what do you mean you can't be mad at him accountability for women is always phrased in a way that removes accountability from men and then y'all wonder why the bar for them is so low that queen elizabeth is currently stirring her tea with it take us to work take us on the go take us wherever you go wrtr real talk radio hey ticket man Yo. I found another app that we're on. And what's that? So I was listening. Shout outs to uh, Poet over at WPGC 95.5. What's up, Popo? I was listening to her on the Odyssey app. And, you know, that's like what CBS radio has for them. And, you know, for shits and giggles, I typed in WRTR Real Talk Radio. Bitch, don't you know that shit popped up? (laughs) 
I was like, God damn, we everywhere. So, shout outs to us for doing the damn thing. Shout outs to y'all for telling friends of friends. Please continue to do so. And, yo, going from radio to podcasting is a whole lot differently because it works a whole lot differently. Because before, I guess I would be like, listen to the show, tell a friend of a friend. But now they got this whole subscribe thing. So, I mean, I'm guess I'm getting into the whole subscribe thing. If you like the podcast and you want to share it with others, hit that subscri- subscribe button across all of the platforms that you utilize. And we'll be right there. Oh, how was your week, sir? Oh, my week has been pretty good. Mm. A bit well busy. My okay. week has been busy. You know me. You know how I am. I'm popular. Mm. I'm popular. Like herpes. I'm always going to events. I'm always been invited to events, whether it's a birthday event, whether it's, whether it's, whether it's a promoter doing a party somewhere. And so that's all I've been doing all weekend. All weekend. Hmm. All weekend. Any shout outs? <laughs> <laughs> any shout outs? Yeah. To any of the promoters or host of any kind of event or anything? Yes, of course. Daryl Wilson, Xavier. Um, district, um, lit district, lit district parties. All right. Big shout outs to all of them. So, <clears throat> my week, I guess, has been a little, it's been slow, but it's been consistent and I'm happy. I'm not in a good mood, but I'm not in a bad mood. So, you know, the vibe is kind of like chill, you know? Are you still coming yeah. up here to Baltimore this weekend? Um,. <laughs> okay we just talked less than 24 hours ago but mm-hmm. i don't know exactly yet because i just got word okay did you know about my you know my um one of my sisters just um went into the air force oh i she didn't just did the boot camp thing she just did the boot camp thing training got through that that's when i went down to san antonio remember when mm-hmm. i had to go down to san antonio for the um a couple of days was because my uh, one of my younger sisters she was just graduating from boot camp and so I went down there to see her. Okay. After did that, then they shipped her off to um, Alabama. Was it no Mississippi? They shipped her off to Mississippi mm-hmm. uh, for um, her her training on whatever field she's supposed to be doing. Okay. And so she finished that, and now they let her come home. So she's been here, but now she's about to leave because she's going to be stationed in, um, I want to say Atlanta. Okay. Or Georgia. I know, I believe it's in Georgia. She's supposed to be stationed in Georgia or whatever. That and would so, be, you know, part I, of Atlanta or Atlanta would be a part of Georgia. Then my other, I know that. Uh, do you? I, I was somewhere in Georgia. Okay. I was thinking it was, but I know it's somewhere in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then my other sister, her her husband, um, he joined the Navy. He joined the Navy. And so he didn't finish his boot camp and all that other stuff. And so now he's about to be shipped off to California. And so my, my sister and my nephew is going with her, going with them because they're, they're married. Okay. So my dad wanted us all to get together this weekend before they leave. Hmm. Because we, we're not going to see them in a, for a while. Right. So, 
And that was just brought to my attention earlier today. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I was about to tell everybody how horrible of a friend you are. <laughs> but since you explained it, I guess I'm in a little a little bit better spirits about it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and that's that. <laughs> uh, huh. So moving along with the show, Tigger, did you hear about that? Um, so I just sent you a picture. Look on your phone real quick. And I just texted you a picture. It's of this trans woman, right? Oh, God. Bye. I'm done. No, no, no. no. It's this trans woman. And now I'm not sure how this story makes me feel, to be honest with you. So it's about a trans woman with saggy boobs. (laughs) Now, if you look at the picture... I, I, I don't even want to look at the <laughs> Listen, so if you look at the picture, this trans woman has, you know, saggy boobs. And for those of you that may not know, okay, so she underwent surgery as part of her transition. She went underwent surgery to have these boobs installed, so to speak. That's, that's a horrible word, installed. Um, you know, basically she had these boobs put in. But they sag. And they're doing the, like... Miss Chokes on Dick Sag, you know, like from South Park. You remember her? So they're doing they're doing that kind of sag. And I'm not sure how this story makes me feel because in the in the school that she's a part of, the community is welcoming, you know, everybody's welcoming welcoming her back. They're like, "Yay, she's back." This that and a third, all the kids are happy and this that and a third. However, because of y'all niggas and because of how transphobia works, they're concerned and they've taken extra security measures at the school to ensure that the children aren't targets of hate crime, to ensure that she's not a target of hate crime. And like I said, I don't know how this story makes me feel because what part they take. Huh? What kind of measures did they take? Um, I'll read the article in a, in a second, but the whole part about this. Part of me is happy that they're taking the necessary precautions. The other part of me is concerned that we even got to go through this over somebody else's titties. Like titties. We going over this with titties. And then bad titties. So, like, the third part of me wanders, or wonders, like, why the fuck you would get those horrible-ass bowling balls, like, like, of all titties? I ain't got no problems with nobody doing no kind of work to their body. And I know I have a whole lot of y'all transphobic people gonna be in my mentions and stuff about this. I don't care because long so- oh well, people should be comfortable in the skin they're in and blah blah blah. Meanwhile, you ain't got no problems looking at none of these hot ass women out here now that have had work done with their not natural bodies and the people that have natural bodies like Lizzo. Y'all want to sit there and make fun of until the ends of the earth? Why? Because you hate women. So. Let's let that be the bigger issue that you're not ready to talk about. And let's leave this trans woman alone. Furthermore, to answer what you said, um, they said, and I quote, they're telling parents they're taking safety precautions for the kids, but won't say anything about what the justification is for uh, back in the classroom, which is the root cause of the problem. Um, so, what did they mean? I mean, I'm confused. Okay, when so... They said- what What? Okay, so students will be assigned specific doors for entry and dismiss 
and dismissal. Exterior doors will be locked during school hours, and all visitors will be required to use an intercom system for entry, which I'm thinking... What um, does this do with her? Well, they're saying the whole thing is she's coming back. They're increasing security. And a lot of the parents are like, well, why are they increasing security? And the whole thing came out. Oh, well, you know, there's a trans woman here. And they're basically like upping the measures, you know, to make sure that she's not a target of hate crime and that the kids don't get, you know, hit with, you know, with a stray. Right. (sighs) And like I said, I don't have a problem with the fact that I actually, I kind of commend them for thinking ahead because i mean <laughs> no that's a good thing that's actually a good thing that's actually good i do uh, uh so like the way, uh, the way um, stuff was popping off uh, last year <laughs> i mean it is what it is um i mean the precautions aim to protect the safety of everybody on campus while emphasizing hey. the school's commitment to you know teaching everybody with dignity and respect so i am here for that um I'm just, I'm creeped out at the weirdness of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not often that, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the titties are awful. Like, they're they're God awful. Like, I'm not defending these titties in no way, shape, or form. But I am happy for the win for the trans community. Because far too often we hear of the exact opposite happening. So, you know what? Shout outs to these people for doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see what else do I have here in my handy dandy notebook so I guess up next we can talk about the Louisiana mother Um, let's see is that the one you know what Hmm. I was dead for that but you know what up next I'm going to tell you about the Louisiana mother who is basically doing jail time now a life sentence because while fleeing for Hurricane Katrina, she had to feed her baby cow's milk, right? As a result, oh. cow's milk, you know, for survival. Right, right. So, um, you know, while all that stuff was going down with Hurricane Katrina, we know that the world failed them, the president failed, like, the world turned their backs on those victims. We know that. But, I mean, they came through and... Relief was eventually had, but in the meantime, in between time, this woman, she had to make do and feed her child cow's milk. Well, she's apparently serving a life sentence because she gave her child cow's milk and it led to the child's death. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, we'll get more into that up next. No, what you saying? So she fed the baby cow, cow milk. Yeah, she failed the baby. Okay, so and I mean, I'm gonna actually read the whole article to you because it's easier. To- oh, how did it lead to the? I'm confused okay. as to how the. So the mother was convicted of killing the malnourished baby by giving him cow's milk. So basically, a mother who was convicted of murder after giving a cow's milk to her malnourished infant son while fleeing from Hurricane Katrina could save her life. I'm sorry, could have her life sentence commuted. So um, they're basically trying to get her pardoned because they're like, look, this baby needed to eat. This mother did what she could with what she was given because of the circumstances. That's what I was confused. I'm like, hold on, what? 
Oh, okay. well, of course. Well, let me give you a little context clues. A, this is a black woman, so we already have that uphill battle. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you know, it was kind of proof. Okay, well, your baby was malnourished, and you should have gotten to a shelter. You should have did this, that, and the third, and you just fed the baby cow's milk, and you knew this baby had certain dietary restrictions, blah, 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 blah. And they charged her. And mm. it's a fucked up situation, but, well... There it goes. But you and, said she was fleeing um, from um, Hurricane Katrina, right? Uh, I'm not saying it's not justified. That's these white folks running around here trying to, like, they literally hit her with the life sentence for, you know, malnourishment of her child when she had no other choice. Like that, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That mm-hmm. really doesn't make any sense at all to me. And it I, doesn't. I feel like somebody should make that into a song. Give it some theme music, and we play it for white people. Uh-uh. <laughs> you're saying okay, so you're hung up on the fact that it's cow's milk. So I don't know if you don't know, but you're really not supposed to feed babies cow's milk. I know because they're supposed to. I know you're supposed to do the whole infamil or feed from your breast or whatever. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just like, dang, that killed the baby. Right. So there's a reason behind they don't just say it for funsies like you're really not supposed to feed that to your child. But I get it being a mother being in an emergency situation being in a fucked up situation like they were. (laughs) I said she couldn't breastfeed the baby. Maybe not. You never know what somebody's got going on. Maybe she smoked. Maybe she, you know, maybe she does other things like, you know, maybe she drinks. I mean, she evidently made the she made the decision, or the decision was made for her not to breastfeed. So, regardless of what you know, regardless of how she got there, she was there. Her child couldn't eat what it normally eats, so she had to make do with cow's milk. And these people are punishing her for yet again a system failing the people. Much like we talked about in the beginning of the show, how everybody wants to highlight what the consequences of the problem is, but not the actual root of the problem. Shout outs again to the new PFK and boom. (laughs) Up next, Y-Files. Donald Trump is the president of the 1776 president. So the 13 colonies? Would that be the 13 colonies? Yes, that's what it's going back to. Obama is playing... Sleepy Joe Biden in a mask. George Woods, the actor, is playing Sleepy Joe, trying to wake people up by pretending to spend all this money in Ukraine. That he signs and he's signing a blank paper. Tupac is still alive. Are you, Tupac still alive? Yep. Where's he? Jackson is still alive. Where are they? And there were Trump. Well, they're in the, and I'm, we're out here, damn it. I would have loved to have seen Tupac. I'll show you a picture. I don't believe in the climate. Even, even after seeing, like, the hurricanes and, and the floods and the erosion? Well, have you heard of HARP, where they can control our weather? So. So you think our weather's being controlled? Oh, yeah. Biden is just a puppet. He's being, he's being manipulated from the top. By whom? He's the top, though, right? Deep state. He's not the top. He's just a puppet. Who would, tell me about the deep sale of it. So who would that be? An unknown faction of uh, people that are this New World Order. 
you know, that's what it is. They're trying to uh, get the whole world into a reset to their demands, you know. And, and where are these? Are these people in America? Or are they in other countries? It could be anywhere. <laughs> They're rich. I mean, they, I don't mean the rich per se, but the deep state, uh, I don't, we don't even know who they are. I mean, but you're convinced that they exist. Yes, I am. Why do you have roaches? The why files. Why do my children hate me? On WRTR Real Talk Radio. Why do my vagina burn? The truth is out there. Explaining the unexplained, we're answering why to the questions you want to know by taking your tweets at WRTR Radio. We're taking your emails at WRTRRadio at gmail.com. And we're taking your Facebook messages at Facebook.com forward slash WRTR Real Talk Radio. This is the Wi Files. Remember, the truth is out there. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Ticket Man, what you got? All right. So my my why comes from me. No, of course it does. Oh no. Uh, why do people feel the need to post their children's first, not just the first day, but second day, um, pictures of them going to school every year? Because they proud them little ugly ass niggas. Like no, <laughs> <laughs> they proud them little babies is gone, and they should be. You know what? They should be able to. They'll post the first one. I just seen the. I seen um yesterday's. I seen some posts today. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna see them tomorrow <laughs> and the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good lord, you really gotta do that. Oh, everybody, everybody don't need to see what your child is wearing. Wait, so you mad because they posting their little ashy kids? Yeah. Oh, okay. Put some lotion on them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Some baby, some baby oil. Oh. <laughs> I, you know what? People should be allowed to do that. They should be able to post their little, you know, ugly kids and stuff. I know you. I, I know you're proud. Your child is going to school. All That's right. good. Mm. But dang, not when they in a, look. You ain't got to post. You ain't got to snap a picture when they in the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth grade. Mm. <laughs> I understand if it's like preschool or something, but dang, it's just like any other social media craze. You know, people. You know, everybody's posting their pictures of they first born. It's all a part of that hype to make us think that your life is better than what it is. We know. And it, <laughs> and it ain't. It certainly isn't. Mm-mm. You won't post baby's first mugshot, will you? <sighs> <laughs> what you got? Alright, so this why comes from Theo from Murderland. His words, not mine. You know, you know what? Theo from Murderland. Okay. Why do you old heads get anxiety when the newer generation wants to remote... Um, I'm sorry, wants to... Re- what word is this? Okay, y'all need to learn words. Alright, so he wants to know, why do you old heads get anxiety when the newer generation wants to remake or reboot y'all's old shows? You should think of it as an honor. Exactly. Well, some well, some shows is not meant to be rebooted. And some that. Shows, <laughs> some are just not meant to be rebooted. That? Because that just messes thing up. Yes. <laughs> There is no reason that we should be having some of the remakes that we do. Like, I like reboots of certain shows. Certain shows. Yeah, but certain stuff, just leave it alone. Like, I guess I was upset when they um, first did the Fresh uh, Prince remake. I actually actually liked it. Well, that's what people were saying. They were saying that they liked it. I... It just... 
a whole new spin on it. It was diff. It was just totally different. I mean, I never watched it because why? But um, but still, it's just the thing of where you know those things I like. But then you look at shit like, say for example, She-Ra and He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and all that shit y'all keep remaking where uh battle cat goddamn uh battle cat got goddamn um freaking acrylic nails and shit Not acrylic. <laughs> he, you know i don't know what y'all doing with that i i don't get it and then she that's wrote like, yeah that's that's just like how when they did the whole reboot of charm that was awful i didn't upset i was so upset when i watched it. i said are you serious right and then you know the mama got some illegitimate black child you know that wasn't for me right <laughs> so i was just like okay this show is not for me and hold on and then um just like in um the first charm when Paige came into the picture now i got that and i thought it was scandalous you know that was but- like that was right around when um what 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 was it um shannon doherty and Alyssa milano was having problems mm-hmm. Yeah, they was having problems. So they wrote but, Cruz's character out, right? But in the in the um the newer Charmed, well, the latest Charmed, um the person who's supposed to be Paige wasn't even a sister. She just um became their sister because of a blood transfusion. Uh, blood, I remember uh, blood, that shit. Uh, yeah, a blood transfusion. I say, oh. right. <laughs> so that automatically made her a sister. Right. <laughs> I, I was just like, okay, you know what. This this is not for me. Like that remake was not for me. Again, when they did I, that, go ahead. I know. I just said. I said. Oh no. <laughs> when they did that ratchet ass Thundercats remake, I hated that. God, I hated that. Yeah. They made Lionel and uh, what was it? Lionel and Tiger were brothers. Wasn't that it? It was. Yeah. And then they were apparently rival. I don't know. It was some weird ass shit, and it just seemed god awful. I was like, "Who made? Like, what? What were you smoking? What strain was this?" Yeah, that's why I just said some stuff just don't need to be <laughs> remade, rebooted. So, uh, what's his name? Theo from Murderland. That's why, because y'all keep murdering all our all old ass shows. Stop it. We hate. I it. got. I got one more. All right, go ahead. I got one from because Derek. the truth is out there. Go ahead. Right, got one from Derek from Instagram. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Why do my baby mama expect me to take care of her other kids with mine? Them ain't my kids." <laughs> oh, that is a. Wow. You know what? That is a bigger topic. I'd love to have a real talk about that because at the end of the day, you want like the huh? you're doing for your kids, but right. your you know your your child's mother has other children by other men so ooh, where is that happy medium where you you know you do for your child but you don't want to do for the other kids like i don't know hmm mm. you taking it, like- you taking all the babies to king's dominion or <laughs> oh this goes back to that yep you remember that we had that topic yes <laughs> yeah you taking all your kids to king's dominion or just little johnny because <laughs> yeah, that is too funny. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they ain't gonna do nothing but steal his stuffed animals and beat him up when he get home anyway. Huh? <laughs> right? Why? Because the truth is out there, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps it up for this week's Why Files. All right. <laughs> Always answering why for you at WRTR Radio on Twitter, WRTR 
radio at gmail.com and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash WRTR Real Talk Radio. All right, news is making nauseous. Up next, keep it locked. Once this case was well underway and pretty clearly moving toward indictment, Georgia Republicans gave themselves a new power to make this case go away for Donald Trump if they decide to. Not a pardon power, but something in way, in some ways better. A power to remove the prosecutor from her job. This is a new law signed in May by Republican Governor Brian Kemp. They moved up the start date of the law, so it actually goes into effect on October 1st this year. I have to say, with all due respect, all the press about this was totally credulous. Oh, they say this isn't about Fannie Willis, so it must not be. It isn't at all about Trump. They say it isn't. It's definitely just coincidence that Georgia Republicans are giving themselves this particular power right now for the first time in state's history, in the state's history. Um, well, well, now it's, it's coming to pass. Trump is now indicted. Trump is facing trial in Fulton County, Georgia. And now, right on cue, Georgia Republicans have this new power they just gave themselves. And sure enough, a Republican state senator in Georgia has just announced that as soon as this new remove the prosecutor law goes into effect in five weeks on October 1st, he is going to start proceedings in the Georgia legislature to use this new law, to use this new power to remove Fonnie Willis from her job. District Attorney Fonnie Willis said today she wants the trial of Trump and his co-defendants to start in eight weeks, to start on October 23rd. Well, if Republicans in the Georgia legislature go through with what they say they are planning, that will mean we'll be looking at a Republican effort to remove Fonnie Willis from her job as prosecutor right as this thing could be going to trial. So I went to go look and there's a group of DAs challenging the law. I just don't know exactly what can happen. Um, so I'm going to the lawyer creators on this app trying to see if anybody's talking about it and, you know, what the solutions are, what they can and cannot do. I don't know. But all the GOP do is cheat. That's all they fucking do. They cheat. They created a law. They created a law for themselves to obstruct justice. That is insanity. I don't see this going well for them. I really don't. You cannot create a law to stop criminal prosecutions. That shit sounds real unconstitutional to me. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a lawyer. So I'm going to go check out my lawyer friends to see if they're talking about it. I knew something was coming. They always cheat. Always. In 2024, we need to come out to vote in droves. We need to set we need to send them a clear message that fascism is not welcome in America. We cannot play around. We cannot get too comfortable. I know we laughing out here, but we need to pay attention. These people are creating laws to obstruct justice. That is a severe problem. That's a huge problem. Like I said, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Hopefully some of my lawyer friends are talking about it because I don't know too much about the law. But I know this shit is bullshit. But I knew they were going to do something. Mm. But the mug shots were still funny. <laughs> and now, now. Say what? News to make you nauseous on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Let's go. These are some of the stories you might not read about in the New York Times, the Washington Post, or the Wall Street Journal. It's news to make you nauseous. My name is Marcus Smoot. And it's your boy, Tigger Man. 
And this is news to make you nauseous. I'll start it off with Say What, Washington, D.C. Say what? A 16-year-old girl was charged with fatally stabbing another 16-year-old girl outside of McDonald's on a busy D.C. nightlife corridor this weekend. And a fight police detective say that stemmed from an argument about sweet and sour sauce. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so the slain teen was from Waldorf, Maryland. She was the 13th person younger than 18 killed so far this year in Washington, D.C. And her accused attacker represents one of the hundreds of cases in which minors have been charged with committing a crime of violence here. So the... This, go ahead. That's just ridiculous. I swear, this this younger... <laughs> This young, these younger kids nowadays—they just—they don't care. They don't. They do not. Why are you fighting over some goddamn sweet sour sauce? That is Why? what. That is what nauseated me. Like you are out here what? losing your life to, for sweet and sour sweet. sauce. Oh, it must have been that good. Uh, it ain't. Trust me. <laughs> I hate that shit. Crazy. Mm-mm. That's it. A young girl that lost her damn life. Mm. That—that's. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Sweet baby rays, maybe. Sweet and sour, no. <laughs> you no. know what? No, I'm kidding. No, I, honestly, you have to laugh from keep to keep from crying in this age of pointless violence. This age of mindless, just oh, I'm just gonna like. There's no regard. There's no love of human life. There's no worth in it. At it's all. just we're gonna just kill you. Why? Just right. because. What? Yep. That's that's a why. Young people, <laughs> it, it nauseated me on uh, the obvious reasons, but it also nauseated me on a deeper level of how we got here and why we stay here. Right. <sighs> All right. Crazy. Your turn. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Hooked on fun. That's right. Well, that's right. <laughs> Say what, Alabama? Say what? A sixty-year-old man is in. Can I, can I get finished? Mm. A sixty-year-old man is in jail on more than one hundred child sex charges. Jesus. Yes, Alan Eugene Ayer was arrested on at least one hundred and twenty charges, including twenty-four counts of sexual torture, abuse torture? of a child. Yes, sexual torture, abuse of a child, 48 accounts of enticing a child for immoral purposes, 48 counts of child abuse, and 8 counts of second-degree assault, according to court records. So why can't it be the people like this that we find on the dark web getting tortured and shit like that? Why can't these people, why can't we just like come up with a thing to where we sell these people, these type of people off in the auctions to, you know, the dark web people that like that status and mask and shit? Right, exactly. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. The allegations against Ayer spanned decades and included four different female victims. One of the victims said the abuse began when she was six years old and lasted until she was 17. Oh, no. Air was booked into the Blount County Jail last week and remains held on bonds totaling more than $4.4 million. Jesus. (laughs) Yes. In documents, one of the victim's mothers provided a text message from Air that read, I'm so sorry. I'm so ashamed. The best thing I can do is go away and stay away. I made a mistake. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, um, they said 120 some counts. 120 um charges. 20 charge. Okay. So, how much of this porn? Because see, I they didn't bust you the first time out doing this. Yeah, they. You kept doing it. Uh huh. So the whole it was a mistake. I've learned my lesson. Thing kind of escaped after you decided to do it after the exactly. first time. And the first time was too much. But no, you kept on. You kept on. And here we kept. sit. Just crazy, crazy. If you want these but, and uh, go ahead. Ah, go ahead. Go you. If you want these and more nauseating news stories, make sure you follow us on Twitter at WRTR Radio. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at M-A-R-C-U-S-S-M-O-O-T. That's Marcus Smoot. All right. You can follow me on on Facebook, Tony Tickerman Nelson, and Instagram and Twitter, Tickerman82. Show some love to our third co-host who hasn't been here. And and, and also follow only fans. No, don't do that. <laughs> Why would you? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they should. Nobody wants to see that. They, sh- they should. I'm sure yeah. it's just as appealing. Yeah. As, I'm sure yeah. it's just as appealing as old girls' saggy tits. I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Also, show some love to our co-host, Lyric Bravado. L-Y-R-I-C-B-R-A-V-A-D-O. Show her some love. Show her some light. She needs it. Up next, yep. Real Talk. And I asked a few questions this week. We're going to see what y'all ninjas said. Up next. I'd like to talk about white supremacy. Because <laughs> science and fiction and fantasy is my favorite genre. There's no difference in any of us, except for the fact that some of us are too stupid to realize there's no difference in any of us. What happened to us, man? When did this rise up again? I see these guys protesting. Don't you want to just go up to these white supremacist protesters and just go, uh, guys, uh, I, I, I got a question. Uh, really? Do you really think you're the master race? Do you really think you're the supreme beings? Then I got another question. Um, shouldn't you be able to handle a sunny day. Because I believe a supreme being would take power from the thing that keeps everything on the planet alive instead of always having to wear a swim shirt. Oh, white supremacy is such an oxymoron. Heavy on the moron, by the way. Seriously, really? And the guys that claim it, really? Really? Are you the best examples of white supremacy, really? Are they, oh my God, are they what the best? In a case to prove white supremacy, we would call these guys in as witnesses for the prosecution. No, we're not going to ask you a question. Just talk. We'll get it. Listen, if you were supreme, Bubba E. Lee Wilkes Booth... Maybe you could have studied quantum physics like Katherine Johnson did. Katherine Johnson was the woman that figured out the math, yes, to get men to the moon and back. There was a thousand white dudes at NASA, couldn't figure it out. This black lady walked in and went, I wrote this on a napkin. Is this going to work for everybody? Yes. If, if you were supreme, Grand Wizard Tucker Carlson Hitler, 
Maybe you could have finished college, like Philip Emigali. Philip Emigali is a Nigerian dude, inventor of the world's fastest supercomputer. 3.6 billion calculations per second. Yes, and because of this amazing black man, Bubba, you now get to watch porn on your cell phone during your lunch break at the roofing job. <laughs> If you were supreme, Sean Ted Nugent Cruz Hannity, <laughs> maybe you could walk the world with courage and calm and wouldn't be so scared out of your mind all the time you needed to carry an AR-15 into an Applebee's. <laughs> I don't think a supreme being needs hollow point ammunition to protect his chili fries. <laughs> if you were supreme, Andrew Kyle Rittenhouse, Jim Jordan Jackson, <laughs> Maybe instead of trying to overthrow the government, you could just come up with some plans and ideas that would make the people that voted for you the first time vote for you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? The GOP's got a problem right now. All right, guys, we need more minorities to vote for us, but we hate minorities. Ideas? <laughs> If you were supreme, David Duke, James Woods, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Maybe you could be like James E. West, the black man invented this microphone. I'm currently ripping your ass on right now. White supremacy? The people denying global warming can't go outside in it. <laughs> It's going to be angry bacon sizzling on the beach so the oceans finally rise above them. Oh, that feels so much better. <laughs> if you were supreme, you could dunk. <laughs> if you were supreme, Brian Kemp, Brett Favre, Kramer. <laughs> Maybe you could live in a world that didn't threaten your sad belief that you were better than someone of another color. Let's go through history. Every race of people has done it as good as Whitey. Latinos, Asians, blacks, every single one has done it. I will say this, Whitey did steal their ideas most of the time and make the most profit of it. <laughs> and that's critical race theory. <laughs> those people who did it better than Whitey, science, manufacturing, technology, music! <laughs> they all did it while they were being oppressed by one of these hamburger-eating, insurrection goatee, having diabetic strokes waiting to happen. So, to all you white supremacists, I'm going to issue you an invite right now. Uh, how about you put down the weapon, take off the tactical vest that doesn't even cover the bottom four inches of your bubble gun. <laughs> Get an education, study some science, and then come join the rest of us here on the planet Earth. The planet, by the way, that's only 10% Caucasian. That's got to make your butt pucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know it feels like 98% Caucasian down at boot scooting night down at the hoedown holler. <laughs> only 98% because always two Guatemalan busboys, goddammit. <laughs> But on the planet, us alabaster Aryans are barely pushing 10%. How's that feel, Bryce? <laughs> so to all you white supremacists, why don't you calm down? Stop thinking like this. Join the rest of us and we can all rise up together. Or you better start impregnating every pasty skank you can and start popping out crackers like the saltine company. 
Personally, I'm going to judge people on who they are, on their integrity, their character, and how they leave a green light. Go! Fuck. Keeping it 100. It's real talk. On WRTR Real Talk Radio, we keep it real. Okay, Tigger. So you sitting right now looking at your phone, right? You're scrolling through status messages. You're looking at pictures. You're sending your likes up, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get a notification from your Cash App or your PayPal or your Zelle or whatever you use, right? Yep. Fuchus Heart Meager has sent you $1,783.68. Now, you know, you don't know nobody named Fuchus. And right. you know this is a mistake. Are right. you sending Fuchus his or her money back or no? I am, and I'm blocking them. Oh. Don't be I'm trying a... to act intelligent. No, I'm dead serious. I will send it back to them, and I'll block them. Why? Because because that's a that's a scare. And if you accept it, and then you transfer it over to, if you transfer it to your bank account, mm-hmm. there's something going on where they get access of it. Because it's happened before. Not to me, but it's, it's happened to other people that I know of. Okay. So, uh, somebody's randomly send me money that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Normally, what they do is request it back. Once they send it to you, they request it back. No, I'm saying they send it to you. You, like, literally, like, no messages have been sent or anything. And you just looking yeah. like, damn, Fuchs just sent me sixteen or $1,700. Like, what the fuck? So, I mean, you sending Fuchs their money back or no? You trying to reach out to Fuchs? Mm-mm, I'm sending it right back and I'm blocking them. Mm. Damn, Fuchs I don't, I don't trust. I, I don't trust that. Fuchs makes... Uh, Fuchs just so made what, a mistake. Huh? What are you going to do? Oh, me? Me personally? Okay, <laughs> 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 what you going to do? Fuchs can eat a bowl of dicks, do you hear <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Fuchas. You ain't getting shit. That shit is already transferred over. My Cash App account has been logged out and canceled. All of that. You ain't getting that back, Fuchas. Uh-huh. Sorry, sis. He said, nah. So, off the internet. Oh, bitch, I smell your So my mother posted, she said, yes, she would. She would give it back. And you know what? I wholeheartedly. That's right, Mama Smooth. I wholeheartedly believe that she would actually give that back. Don't you? Like, my mom honestly would. I know she would. Just like I would. Uh, What? Don't do that. I said, just like I would. I will send it right back. The hell you would, Tigger Man. no, I've done that. I, I, listen, let me tell you. Tony Tigger Man Nelson. Listen, there's been on several occasions where someone like sent me like $50 or $150 or so, and it happened like back to back too. And I was like, oh no, uh-uh. And I sent it back to, right back to them and blocked all of them. Nigga, so- I accidentally <laughs> sent you $25 earlier this week and you ain't send that shit back. No, excuse me. No, I was supposed to get that, right? Oh yeah, I Don't- forgot. Exactly. I ain't mean so to send it I to you. It I ain't mean to send it to you then. But that's why you sell didn't get it back because I spent that. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Because I know from you anyway. Whatever. You. Whatever. Because Fuchas, <laughs> let me tell you, Fuchas, 
you would be sponsoring a flight with Tigger Man somewhere <laughs> in the Caribbean with fucking nipple tassels on. <laughs> talking about he going to some convention or some shit. Whatever. Yeah, okay. All right, so... Um, <laughs> shout out to Heather Mahoney off Twitter. Also, I mean, off Facebook. Also saying, no, no, no! And her... Oh, I know. Oh, I know she not. She uh she said, and I quote, she said, "No, no, no!" In my Tigerman voice, never. <laughs> she said, "Never send the money back. It's a scam." They send you a message saying, "Whoops, wrong person. Please send me the money back with a sob story." And then as soon as you send the money back, they initiate a reversal on their end, so they get double money back, and get then your PP balance goes down or in the hole. Just tell them it's an issue between them and PP, and they can send it out. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I just I just would send it back and block them. Mm. Oh, let's see. Joy's hair off of Instagram says, like you said, I don't know them. <laughs> she said, just kidding, but I do need some pain and suffering money. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know that's right. King Will 1982 off Instagram says I would delete or send back I don't know just seems too random to actually happen I would think it's some kind of a Trojan horse or phone malware attack there you go there y'all go see this world has jaded y'all so bad that y'all can't even take a blessing in disguise yeah okay that's a blessing you don't know (laughs) Yeah, okay. <laughs> could, you know what? Fuchas could be your, like, just what you need. Mm. Hey, Fuchas. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. That's crazy, though. But nah, they, nah. Because they didn't, they didn't got my mama a couple of times because she didn't know what was going on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, so that wraps up another edition of Real Talk this week. But you know what? That actually, you know, that kind of sparks what would you do in certain circumstances like do you do the right thing what if you see everything we know about covid now right you mm-hmm. see an old man choking on a sidewalk do you give him mouth to mouth or you what do you do if he's choking if he's choking on something then i'm a do do the, um... the heim- okay so i'm saying if somebody needs mouth to mouth are you going to do the right thing by trying to help them out and like give them air or, you know, knowing what you know about COVID now, do you let that person sit there and die on the sidewalk? I'm calling 911. But that person needs your help and your able body right there in that moment. Do you help them? If there's another homeless person beside him, I'm going to tell them what they need to do. I never said that the person was homeless. You just <laughs> oh, You sick. just outright assumed this homeless people dying on the sidewalk. <laughs> There oh no, go. no, no! If I see somebody's dying, I mean, if somebody, if I know somebody's gassing, gassing by yeah, I'll give, I'll give them some CPR. Lord, CPR. Just do the right thing I'll, out here, y'all. Yeah, I'll, CPR. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I guess that brings us to today's lesson. Today's lesson is help that other person, love another, do the right thing. Yes, y'all then send them back and block them. Yeah, Fuchs, <laughs> Fuchs is out here struggling. They just trying to make ends meet. <laughs> but ain't nobody telling them to send the money, though, but still. <laughs> <sighs> Y'all, 
as you continue your week or, you know, for some of y'all starting anew, don't forget, do something positive for somebody else. Show some love. Yeah. Don't forget to clean out y'all's belly buttons. A lot of y'all don't do that. Mm. Mm, yeah, belly buttons just funky, you know. Just take a cotton swab, some little alcohol, swivel it around in there. It's dirty. Y'all look funky. <laughs> Uh, there are some out there. Like <laughs> and once again, big shout outs to Boom Said It. Oh, yeah. Mm. Remember, no matter how big your house is, how recent your car is, how big your bank account is, our graves will always be the same size. So stay humble. All right, now. On that note, playing us out is James Nine featuring DJ Duke Live with Get a Grip on WRTR Real Talk Radio. We'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. Horoscopes. No. I let the fake niggas hang yourself. I provide the rope, scrambled dope and powder coat, employed most my neighborhood. No, I'm not going back to jail, so I knock on wood. Yeah. Then I dash on they ass straight, hit the cup, bust them up. Yeah. While they searching, I'm at home, yeah. busting nuts, all in guts, bubble butt. But the slut don't know my she name don't. before she enter. I make sure I put away the guts and gang. I'm still the same, even though my level changed. The closer to the top, niggas getting hella strange. Everything smoking mirrors, but there is no button ball. I'm just happy for the shit I did that wasn't never solved. Right hand, left hand, right hand. Right hand, left hand, right hand. Right hand, left hand, right hand. WRTI Real Talk Radio.